Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Uh, welcome back, guys, to Style Over Substance with me, Scarlett. And I'm Mim. And just to, bear, just to say it, this is like the hottest day of the year we're filming. So, far, yeah. so if we look glowy, <laughs> uh, forgive us. Yeah. Um, but this week we are talking about, I guess, sort of like Your- rented fashion. Yeah. H- like how we sit with owning or wearing a dress more than once mm-hmm. or wearing an outfit more than once. And kind of then also whether we have too many clothes. Yeah, a broader discussion about how much we have. Um, but you recently rented an outfit for a special occasion. And I think it's really interesting. I've never rented an outfit. So it's just a perfect time to discuss like your experience, who you went with, what it was like, would you recommend? Um, and really, I think we do have to talk about renting so that people who are skeptical about it Mm. can be more open to the idea potentially yeah Um, when we think about it men rent tuxes for special occasions um or it might even be tuxes sometimes it can be kilts Mm -hmm. for special weddings sometimes it can be uniform like servicemen um and they might rent a particular um particularly lavish or fancy type of uh military wear for their wedding or for a royal you know occasion or something where they know they're only going to wear it once Mm -hmm. and that's been that's been going on for years and years and years and it's nothing new um what we see now is women being more open to the idea of renting renting outfits has become more of an industry and it's also not just reserved anymore for the special 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 occasion but it's like do you have a garden party to go to are you going to royal ascot yeah are you going to a friend's wedding as a guest someone's birthday party someone's birthday like all those other occasions in between that we have now become as women so accustomed to buying new outfits for when really we don't need to and so that is new to us yeah you know renting outfits for that reason when maybe historically renting outfits is mostly something a a guy has been doing yeah I think so and like I think there's a real thing that stops people from renting and one of that might be like that people don't want to wear clothes someone else has worn. Yeah. And I and I get that, right? But I also think we now are living in a world where so many people buy clothes on Vinted or Depop or eBay mm. 
or charity shops like that is a real thing with the younger generation for sure like speaking as a grandma um but I hear that I hear that of girls who like it's kind of unheard of for them just to go do a shopping spree of full price items people look to find new outfits like at a discounted price Mm -hmm. on like Vinted or Depop like that's going to be the first place they look Uh um that kind of a thing um and then they'll be only spending a couple of quid on it Mm -hmm. that's yeah so I think people have made their peace with it somewhat um I think I, I when we were younger charity shop shopping became more and more of a thing yeah the idea of vintage became yeah. more and more of a thing and I think we needed that wave sure. of secondhand vintage shopping to happen that walked so renting could run yeah it like we, we it needed to be a process we needed to get over the fear of someone's died in that outfit <laughs> for us to like get to grips with the idea of renting outfits for a special occasion and not keeping it. Yeah. You're just renting it for a really short period of time. I think that while buying secondhand has become more popular, even to the extent where you were saying younger, younger people now exclusively buy secondhand, um, there are still a lot of people out there who think, why would I rent or buy secondhand when I can buy something brand new, which is still equally as cheap? Yeah. So I think, well, maybe then it's not for you. Yeah. But my thing has kind of become that over the years, I've wanted to wear nicer things. Yes. And especially for occasions, like I do see a wedding as an opportunity to be like, okay, I don't want to just spend 50 pounds on a dress I'm willing to spend a bit more yeah and so then like and then there are brands that you get introduced to or admire and I think there's sort of like there's like not it's not goals but you you aspire to certain brands Mm. and you kind of I'm not going to justify it so much for day-to-day wear which is messed up because actually you should because cost per wear we love a cost we love a low cost per wear um but you justify it more for special occasions, right? Like, oh, it's like my best friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. Well, that's never going to happen again. So, the, of course, I'm going to, you know, like put like put more effort or spend a bit more on what I'm going to wear. Yes. Um. So I think for me, renting makes sense in a sense of, oh, okay, well, that dress, I really love it, but that's 300 pounds. Mm. And that's crazy to spend that mm-hmm. on just one wear yeah. when I can rent it for 40, 50 pounds. Yeah. And so it means that the dresses maybe that I wouldn't like buy myself, I can actually get an opportunity to wear. Mm. So it like, it does two things. It stops you spending, even if you were willing to spend 300 pounds, it stops you having to part with that cash knowing you're only going to wear it once. Because mm. I've got like five dresses in my wardrobe that were wedding outfits that, you've worn that I'm never going to wear again. Yeah. Um, but it also allows you to wear fashion you may never be able to afford to wear yes. in real life, which is kind of really, really cool. Yeah, definitely. It allows you to play dress up. It allows you to have your fantasy sex in the city moment. It allows you to wear a brand that you would never wear, but also it allows you to take fashion risks, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah. You're not committing to a purchase. Like if you want to wear a dress that like 
maybe it doesn't suit you, but you're just having a bit of fun because you're going to your friend's birthday, you can like try it out. And I guess renting to me is the fashion industry's answer to people who used to wear something and return it. <gasps> and keep the tags on. Yeah. Yeah. They're making money out of that concept. Yeah. Yeah. I think very often the reason why, another reason why people might not be open to renting is we like to kid ourselves. We like to think, oh, I'm going to buy it and I'm definitely going to wear, wear it, it like a lot. <laughs> and you don't. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, this is such a great everyday piece. I'm going to wear this all the time. I'm going to wear it to the office. I'm going to wear it here, there and everywhere. And you never do. And and then it just, it hoards up, takes up space in your wardrobe and in your life as well as clutter. And um, so, yeah, but I really do like the idea of the fashion risk. Let me buy something bolder, more expensive, mm. more glamorous, more flashy, whatever it might be. And, um, and then that's it. And then I return it. And then yeah. it's all good. Um, but I, th- I think it works well, but also I think, I wonder if there's an element of a lot of nicer high-end clothing just mm-hmm. comes with a dry clean only like yeah. care tag. Yeah. And that is also probably what stops us from wearing, if say we do want to go buy a 300 pound dress. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't wear it that often because you don't want to be heading to the dry cleaners all the time. It's like a 40 pound, 30, 40 pound bill. Yeah. Mm. And so like there's kind of that thing that stops you from, and it stops it from being the everyday item you kidded yourself it was going to be. Yes, all of that stuff. Like I've still got, I've got a dress from a wedding that I went to in December. That, mm-hmm. or January that dress is still waiting to go to the dry cleaners because like I mean yeah. I haven't had a need I mean I could have actually worn it at one point but like yeah I mean why would I go to the dry cleaners did I tell um, you one time when I used to back in the day when I used to work in Harvey Nicks and um this one woman she only wanted to buy things that were dry clean only she you know, she, she had money obviously um because she just couldn't be bothered to do her own laundry Oh. And that is when I found out how the other half lived. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, I quite literally have a laundrette, like, within walking distance of my flat. Yeah. But, so I think that the renting thing works well because, quite literally, it gets dry cleaned, like, after someone uses it. That is paid, like, that is factored into the charge of this dress. Mm. And that is also then, like, a reassuring thing. I'm not a huge germaphobe. I would say you would be more like make, wanting to make sure things are super, super clean. Okay. You're way more of like a oh, okay. germaphobe than I am. Okay, yeah. Because I'm so. just not at all. Yeah, okay. Um, Like, I like, I obviously don't want You're something. You're not that dirty. Like, you are a bit. You no, yeah, I don't, I don't want, I, I, no. I, I don't I, want people thinking that you're disgusting. No, no, I more mean, like, I'm not kind of scared of, like, someone having worn it before. Do I want to make sure it's been cleaned? For sure. I don't want someone's dirty pits, like, online. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think that I trust that it's been dry cleaned. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? Okay, and okay. so that reassures me when I see dry cleaning on there. I'm like, okay, it's clean. Don't have to worry about it. Yeah, it arrived looking clean, like all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It arrived actually the day before it was meant to. Like, it fit well. It was really nice. The girl was super cute and was like, it's on its way. I hope you like it. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like an eBay-ish or like... I'm trying to think it's like a website that I got it from that was called Her Collective, H-U-R-R. Oh, yeah. Or it's like independent that. sellers. 
loading their things so they don't have a warehouse so this is also such a clever idea right okay they just house these options okay and obviously take probably a cut but like like her name let's call her emily uh-huh. is sending it from her house in clapham oh. to me here and so like her collective are just like being the middleman like and facilitating it somewhat. That's an improvement on Rent the Runway because yeah. when reading about Rent the Runway, a massive part of their operation, was it Rent the Runway or another one, was the dry cleaning. And they became like the single biggest dry cleaners in like Europe or something <laughs> because it, it was, and I can't remember if it was Rent the Runway, it was another one, but they became like the, honestly, the biggest dry cleaners in the region because they had all the items um, and they were responsible for processing all the Mm. items and shipping it out, which made it a really big operation and quite an expensive one. So I suppose that her collective has like seen that and improved on it and been like, we don't need to be responsible for all these garments and um, the upkeep of them. But um, yeah. The only downside is it relies, I guess, on the everyday person so the only fear I sort of had was like, if someone's a bit lazy, like, and they don't post it in time, yeah. am I going to get this? But like, I also ha- just have to trust in that. And that's obviously why people get ratings or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what it more inspired me was, is I've got some dresses that are kind of nice that I was like, I could try and get a bit of like the money back essentially that I paid for them yeah. by posting them on this website. You can like block out essentially when you don't want it to be more like, when it's um, not available. Yeah, it's almost like an Airbnb for clothes or like oh. dresses or whatever it might be. But people put shoes on there, people put handbags on there. I would not I trust anyone on my handbag. I don't know if I could do I, I don't know. I don't if know if I'd I, like someone wearing my clothes, I'll be honest. It is a it I has th- to be something I, I don't I, I, yeah, I'm never gonna wear it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, we're part of the problem because we're like, people should be more open to um renting clothing but at the same time we're like but we don't want to wear what we've rented out i think it's because i'm scared of my stuff being damaged yeah, not that, dirty but me. damaged by other people yeah i i'm happy to damage my own clothes of course or someone else's <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah um but yeah i think i would be a bit like annoyed if somebody ruined something of mine yeah um because I'm thinking I have a couple pieces like skirts that are like sequin mm. and I think they would be good occasion pieces for someone else but then I don't want the piece coming back with like with missing sequins missing sequins yeah. on it and things like that um yeah I don't I think I have too much trust issues to be involving myself in that um but the experience was great I then just had to return it by a certain date like signed for delivery and give them the tracking number um but it was as easy as it could be so tell me what did you rent I think I know what you rented but tell the audience so <laughs> and I how much was it a black self-portrait like knitted dress mm-hmm. I think it re I can't actually remember what it retails I've seen it on the website yeah it's an expensive dress I saw it at Christmas time and was like that's nice I feel like it was like over 500 pounds, this dress. Really? Wow. But I also think, I don't know if someone was like posting that to be like, you're getting a really good deal here. 
like, it was like, it was, def- it was definitely like three, like 300, 400 pound kind of dress. It was expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I rented it for 48 pounds and that was for four days. Okay. Um, and included the dry cleaning. So which courier posted it and how did you send it back? I think it was maybe with like the Royal Mail. Oh, okay. I definitely posted Royal Mail. I can't think how it arrived, but similar. Um, I think maybe it was even like a different courier. I guess it's whoever she chose. Okay. Um, but like it was like really heavily tracked. Like she gave me an update about it. Um and then, yeah, I just had to post it back. And even at one point, I was like, I think there's, like, makeup on, like, part of it. I hadn't even bothered to, like, wipe off, which oh, I probably should have. Wow. I was like, it's going oh, to yeah, the dry cleaner cleaned. anyway. Yeah. Um, but I also, like, because it was a four-day window, and I think that's, like, maybe the minimum, I also planned it that, like, in case I got a bit drunk at this event, that I didn't have to post it back exactly the next day. Because if I'm in a hungover state, you cannot beg me to do anything. Um, and also, if you're going out on a Saturday, you can't post it on a Sunday. It's not yeah, available. Yeah, yeah. Like, you need to give yourself some time to so do I, that. So like, I, like, scheduled it in a way for leeway mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. Okay. Um, but it was just, yeah, it was a positive experience. Mm-hmm. Um, was your return postage included in the price? It was not. And it was quite expensive. Did it cost you about £6? Yeah. So it's like another hidden cost. So all in all, maybe about fifty pounds. So it was like a bit, yeah. Well, I guess fifty, nearly fifty-five pounds if we round it all okay, up. Okay, okay. Um, but equally, like I and I, I felt so nice. Like quality dresses, you can. T- I felt so yeah. nice in it, and like this is the thing. But you know what it made me think? What? Like I want this dress. I was gonna ask <laughs> that, but before we get to that point, um, I was in. Birmingham Harvey Nichols the other day and I was just I was killing time and I was browsing and I was passing like some of the Fendi bags the ones that I've seen people carry online and all of that stuff and you can feel the quality they don't feel like bags you buy on the high street they just don't so when I when I see people who buy into you know I can buy something really cheap for 30 pounds and it looks and feels just as much as something that's 300 400 pound don't get me wrong I buy a lot of Zara stuff and I've worn Zara stuff to weddings and I felt great in them and I felt like they looked good but I'm not going to pretend that the quality of it is as nice as elevated premium designer Mm. clothing out there because the the fabric feels heavier it feels nice and near or some brands are shit of course but for the most part a lot of those more more expensive pieces you can feel the difference for sure and so it's good like you notice the difference in your experience yeah I definitely noticed the experience it was like a knitted dress it was quite like a heavy knit um and I was like worrying about the sizing because it was probably like it could have been too big but because it was knitted like obviously knit stretches yeah and it was it was fine and I also didn't want it to be like too tight it's a work function I didn't oh, want it to okay. be like you can see every part of my well body. I saw the pictures <laughs> I mean and it didn't look like a work <laughs> function. <laughs> um, but like because it was thick 
I like you also don't feel like you're on display. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I get like, what you, mean. you know when something's a really thin. Oh, knit. listen, we've all bought like a boohoo dress that's oh like bodycon or something, and it's it's giving see through. Yeah, <laughs> and you wear it, and you do feel slightly exposed, but. I know yeah. what you mean. The fabric matters. So it, it felt really nice. But the only thing was, it's like, it was kind of like, I wouldn't call it a classic dress because it had a bit of like a cut out in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the dress that I was like, mm-hmm. like I could imagine there being another function I could wear it to. Yeah. But you probably wouldn't. I, I mean, you, the, the honest reality is, I also have a dress that I could have worn for this event <laughs> in my wardrobe. Yeah. Like, quite literally, the dress I wore to Faith's wedding would have been absolutely perfect for it. Yeah. Okay. But I follow um, uh, an influencer online uh, called Candice Brathwaite, and she is, she talks about where she gets her clothes from. And she rents, I don't know if she's rented outfits, but definitely a good number of bags from cocoon i believe it's Mm. called and she says that she's used it as a vehicle to test whether she would like to commit to the purchase i think that's really clever um yeah it is it's it's a great way especially if you're not used to buying designer and the price tag you're very apprehensive about it and you just want to like dip your toes into getting the usability of a bag is actually really important like you even joke walking up to my bag to check the zip but like there are just certain things where like you're like you I want to know how easy it is to actually feasibly use this bag like does it actually fit the amount of things I want in it yeah like does it suit what I envisaged it for because going in a shop and just putting on doesn't necessarily tell you that no and you the YouTube videos that you watch about what's in my bag and you know how people use it is not the same for you and it's (laughs) oh my God, those videos where they're like, I don't normally put my phone in my bag. I just carry my phone. And I'm like, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. But also, you know what I've thought of as well with rented fashion is think how celebrities just get loaned a look. And like the amount, like, you know, so much is offered to even an influencer that they might just be gifted something to wear to an occasion and then they don't have to like buy it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like the own, our equivalent of not having to own something and yeah. just getting to play the dress up kind of game yeah yeah, yeah um, true. because I think we sometimes do forget and um, and this maybe leads on to like a later point but I think we sometimes forget that we see people in these clothes mm. and it doesn't mean they own them people forget that all the time 100%. like literally even Amelia Liana got like she got loaned this really beautiful Lady Dior like a mini Lady Dior Ooh. but just fully sequined it was really quite beautiful and she got loaned it to go on holiday mm-hmm. but like if she she said it in one of the like clips but if you don't catch that bit or you just see all the pictures of her using it you think she owns that bag yes yeah 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 and then you might not see it for a while and then you might just think, well, that was a disposable bag for her. Yes. And like, even when people get invited to a show, they might be kitted out in Dior. They've got to return that. And you know what? That is the one aspect that I forget myself. Yes. Like, I know that people get loan stuff all the time. But when I see celebs at these runway shows, yeah. I forget that it's, they're borrowing the yeah. stuff and they have to return it. And you've made the point before. It's like, because we get desensitized, we, we see, oh, that's a £5,000 bag. That's a £2,000 bag. That's a £3,000 bag. Oh, my God. They have all, they've spent already almost 10 grand on yeah. these three items. 
I need to get my money up. Yeah. I don't have enough money. Yeah. I don't have enough this, that, and the other. And those sorts of things become normalized. And then we think we are inadequate yeah. because we're not able to live up to that standard, but For everyone sure. else seems to be able to. And when really, it's not like people are being deceptive because these are celebrities and influencers' jobs. Yeah. They are there to advertise. But we are, we like to live in the fantasy and we convince ourselves that these aren't loaned items. Um, So yeah, you're, you're right to make the comparison of like, this is our, our own chance or opportunity to play dress up and to try new things and then to decide, okay, I don't actually need to own that. I've had my time with it. I've, I've done my play play dressing up thing with it and um yeah but would you recommend renting I would recommend it and for sure I think I would consider it again like I think I would look to that for weddings or occasions like literally even the birthday uh the dress I wore to my 30th birthday is like I'll probably never wear that again the pink fluffy one uh those are the shoes Oh, was it oh, was like sequin. Okay, yeah. okay. But like, I'll never wear that again. And like, I just probably spent too much money on the fact that like, I'm never going to wear that. But I literally knew that's what I wanted to wear for my 30th birthday. You're only 31. Since from the moment I was like 29, I think I was like, that's what I'm going to be wearing. Like, I just knew it that I great. liked it. Yeah. But like, it's now just sat in my wardrobe. Yeah. And I've kidded myself that that might be the dress I change into on, like, my wedding Stop. day. I knew this was coming. <laughs> but, like, I, I know it won't be. No, it will definitely not Of course not it be. won't be. I've already worn it before. Because that, that dress will be Katrina Chanel. <laughs> I am like, <laughs> manifesting. Um, um, no, but I really recommend it. And actually, I think that, I think I would use it now even to, like, just, yeah, just, play around with different designers, mm-hmm. see what the fuss is about yeah, and kind of get the opportunity to wear some really nice dresses. Um, I think the biggest risk is on fit and the I went for a knitted dress on purpose. Okay. Because you, you almost then either want to go to a shop if it is current season, try it on. Mm-hmm. But like sizing obviously is a tricky thing. Yeah, especially when you... I don't know my figure sometimes. Sometimes if you're not familiar with the brand. Yeah. Because I think I shop at the same places all the time because it's like, I know what what size I'm going. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now, imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bowl & Branch Sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl & Branch Sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order with code BUTTERY. So head to B-O-L-L and branch.com today. 
Exclusions apply. See site for details. Uh, um, but yeah, if you are dibbling and dabbling in brands you've never mm. bought before, then yeah, there is a risk on that. And I think maybe you just need to rent. That's the thing. You don't want to rent too far in advance of the actual event because... Then it's more expensive. Because then it's more expensive. But you might want to do that because you don't want to run the risk yeah. of not having a backup option in the end. I think there was something with mine where if it didn't fit, I could send it back and get like most of my money back. Okay. I think there was something like that. That's good then. Yeah. I think okay. there was something. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll get it like two days before the event. Mm-hmm. Or like I kind of was like, well, however it fell, I was like, I'll get it. That worst case scenario I know there's something in my wardrobe that then I'll just have to figure that out Mm -hmm. kind of a thing so the scheduling thing is a bit tricky I think that would make people nervous so I opted for four days because I wanted it to be the price that I wanted it to be yeah but I think yeah there were options to make it longer yeah obviously it's more expensive more expensive yeah if you want certainty you've got to pay for it you've got to buy the thing outright yeah I suppose so yeah. Um, keep the tag on and then return it <laughs> but I guess also like this leads us on to the fact that we do kid ourselves that we're going to wear stuff more than we actually do and that leads us on to having too many clothes yeah I I like I have far too many and like god you guys will be sick of it because I think I've said it a few times on here I need to get rid of half my wardrobe yeah I do not wear it like, and I want to try and sell it. So at least then I can invest in my new wardrobe with it. <laughs> but I've just, I've just got so many things I don't wear mm-hmm. that I just want to like, if there were, if vintage wasn't such a thing, I would just dump it on a charity shop's doorstep. Yeah. But I think the idea of like, there's genuinely probably like a hundred items I could get rid of. And you so can that, make money that, from. So that's money. Yeah. Like it feels too, you know. Yeah like unfruitful (laughs) yeah (laughs) just dispose of it i i follow um a creator and she is like a luxury fashion girly her account is called slip into style and recently she reflected on a couple of the cruise resort collections Mm. that um that come out and one of her points was do we just have too many items of clothing? Is there too much clothing out there and being pushed on us and being shown and being created? And, you know, we've mentioned before how we went from um, two seasons to four seasons to six seasons a year to perpetual sales to capsule collections on top of resort collections and all of that. Collaborations. Yeah, and it's just this continuous newness that we see. And for her um, to say, as someone whose job it is to style and create content around fashion, for her to say, listen, this is too much. Mm. What do you think? Do you think we're going crazy? Um, Or do you enjoy this? Do you think all of this is necessary? I think is a really valid point. And I think it's something we need to ask ourselves, you know, every so often and reevaluate our our exposure to newness like at the end of the day I don't think the owners can be on the individual person we are one person trapped within 
the world we live in yeah. and the world we live in is that our attention is being is like they're trying to capture our attention to make us buy stuff all the time and so there's so only so much we can do but I think that we do have to take a step back and think oh my god there's a new collection I mean like we have this podcast but there is no way we can keep up with all no the way. fashion shows that are put out and released and drops and hype and everything yeah, no all way. the time um and I think if you're a person who's really susceptible to influence and feeling like you need to chase the next new thing, it's mm. very easy to spend a lot of money on clothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's insane. But I came across this quote on Business of Fashion and I just felt like it was perfect for like summing up like our obsession with buying clothes so it talks about like humans are hardwired to crave newness and the sense of social status and security that has long been linked to dress that's like the first bit and I think like do you think we're obsessed with how we present to the world 100% and like we're obsessed with newness I think and if we could have a dream world and if we had unlimited funds and okay, some people care about the environment. <laughs> like if that wasn't a factor, yeah. I think we'd all show up in a, in a different outfit or in, with something new. Yeah. Because that little like adrenaline we get from wearing something new, getting a compliment on like that new item of clothing, a new dress, new earrings, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, we love taking something new out for a spin. Yeah. Like even like cars get old, you know? Like you look up... The first week you've got your car, you feel like a fucking baller. And then like six months down the line, it's the same old car. You maybe don't look after it as nice. Maybe you have let people eat in it. Like, you know, the rules you impose like (laughs) with something new. And I think then like we just try and keep fueling that like new thing that we want to look after and like all of that stuff. I just, there like there clearly is like a brain chemical keeps us going back for more yeah I think we're obsessed with how we look to the outside and it's it's weird it is actually weird sometimes I take a step back and I think about it and I'm like I don't think this is it's not good it's not good I I would say I don't think either of us are too into self but we just like like we like dressing to express ourselves we want to look nice like Mm. but I don't think it comes from even like we're not kind of super into like other people's opinions of us yeah do you know what I mean like our sense of self doesn't come from that Mm. but there also has to probably be an element because we like to dress nice I don't I personally don't think I'd do it for other people Mm. but if someone tells me I look nice I'm gonna enjoy that yeah 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 (laughs) yeah I think so it's a, it's a really, like, it, it, it's not just vain people doing it. It's not just, like, really fashionable girlies. Like, I do think it is inherent in everyone. It is, definitely. And I think that I have made my peace with the idea that I like to shop and I like new stuff. Mm. And before... My name's Miranda. I'm, I'm a shopping addict. I <laughs> Would I call myself an addict? No. 
Because I think you could control it. I do think I can control it, but then all addicts think they can control it. <laughs> um, I, no, but honestly, I do control it to some extent. Like, I, I don't impulse buy. Yeah. So somehow I feel like I'm better than other people because I don't impulse buy, but I do still shop. But I also admit, like, I'm never going to stop shopping. Yeah. I know that about <laughs> myself. I'm, I have no intention of stopping. Yeah. Um, I might take breaks and I might be like, I need to calm down. Let me go on this, like, shopping pattern, which I've done in the past. But I know I, I find enjoyment in having new things and buying new things. And some people who don't need to buy new clothes baffle me. <laughs> No, but do you ever just like look, sure. people in your life who like never need to buy new clothes and I'm like, how? How? <laughs> Where does yeah. you, your money just like it just sits in your account and, <laughs> <laughs> and you just don't buy any stuff? Like what? I I wish I like it's it's too high up on my priority list for spending money. <laughs> do you like but shop like shopping is. Yeah, it is. Like it is, honestly, like it's important to me. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> I will so like so vapid. It is, but however, I, I think look, I don't do cocaine. Okay, yeah, like no. let me have something. I some have, people snort money up their nose. I have I have also recently come to understand that there are some people out there more insane than I am. <laughs> no, about buying clothes. Oh, God. Some people are buying. Some people get themselves in debt over buying clothes. Exactly. Some people themselves in insane debt over buying clothes and then I've also learned that there are people out there close to me who <laughs> I would not have thought are worse than me yeah but they are like you <laughs> and my sister I but I go through phases I'll have months where I'm like Scarlett calm down <laughs> and then like I could not buy something for ages fair enough mine's definitely emotional Okay, okay, mine's not emotional. Mine's I, like, I, mine, I'm consistently dedicated to the cause. I'm an shopping. emotional shopper. Um, if I'm sad, like I'll reward myself. Yeah. Oh. If yeah. I'm angry, I'll like you know I'll do some angry shopping. Yeah. I had a few weeks where I didn't sleep good, and I would do some real like two a.m. shopping. That's the worst time. Yeah. That is the worst. I time. mean, did I buy some great things? Sure, I did. Yeah. Uh, but do I wish I had more money? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, no, I just, I say I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying it. But to the, to the initial question of, do we think we have enough, we have too much clothing? And I think for me, hundred percent, yes. But will I stop? No, because I genuinely <laughs> enjoy it. And I genuinely like wearing it. And I feel like life is for enjoyment. And I, it's like, it's one of those things that it is the best thing you can do if you're going to buy stuff to wear it. That's how I view it. Yeah. And actually, I think we talked about this earlier. We're like, we're both fortunate enough that we haven't really changed in size too much from when we were younger. Mm. So we also have the pleasure of owning things for a long amount of time. Mm -hmm. And so like, it's, I have this issue for sure. Like, I'm like, well, it still fits. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you don't wear it though you haven't worn it for five years it's like but it fits mm -hmm. and we know style comes back around and I've definitely made the mistake before of throwing something out and now wishing I have it not many things but I've had that feeling before and it and it's disgraceful <laughs> I will never do that to myself again but so I am much more reluctant on that like 
like even in like terms of gym leggings there was a phase where like pattern gym leggings were really cool yeah and we're now in a phase it's where block plain, color yeah. plain is the cool thing and i've got a drawer of patterned leggings but like you know at some point you're gonna want the pattern again but i'm gonna get rid of them <laughs> <laughs> and then you're gonna regret it when it comes i back. don't think i will because i think i think my thing is that plain never dies yep Okay. And that's what, like, I'm keeping, like, whatever I keep in my wardrobe and the things I lose love with quickest are patterns. But that's the thing. You're going to get to a phase where you think, and then my oh, but now everything's so boring. <laughs> oh, now everything I own is so boring. And being a maximalist and creative is going to be the thing in. Yeah. You're going to be like, I was on that wave. Why, why did I get rid of my leopard print leggings? Exactly. I think you should keep leopard print. I think leopard print is a neutral, and I've said this I before. I agree. I don't have leopard print leggings. Oh, okay. Actually, I do have a blue pair, but that's not neutral. But I believe leopard print is a neutral. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the article in Business of Fashion also, um, there was a bit where it goes, it's a bit of a David and Goliath thing. We're up against the marketing machine of an industry worth $2 trillion. And that is a quote by Aisha Barron-Blatt, who's the founder in exec of remake and um i think that's so correct like we are one person against the machine like as i said i've come to terms with the fact that zara has a store in every city i've ever been to in my life <laughs> and i if i pass it i, I may want to go, go inside <laughs> and you know i can turn a blind eye for only so long but at the end of the day it's like I think we can try to buy a fridge. (laughs) (laughs) The fridge is not necessary right now. Um, I can control my habits, but to say that I will stop and like unplug from like the matrix is, is a lie. I also think this is our pleasure, right? This is why we do this podcast. Like fashion is our pleasure. Mm. And that might like different people have different hobbies. Um, but like it is our pleasure. It is something we enjoy. I think that plays into it. And I also think that yeah. Like like I think there's a big thing, isn't there, at the moment? A big push of like, what is your money for? Oh, have you been watching on Netflix? I can make you rich. No, 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 I actually haven't. Well, he has a thing about um putting money in areas that you enjoy in life. It's not about like hoarding all your money. But like, what are you, what are you saving it for? And obviously there are like, you know, safety for like financial stability. There's like really reliable things, mm-hmm. but there are lots of people that are like desperate to die with loads of money and like, where is it going? And yeah. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also think that we are in the most intense era that like people have lived in. Mm. I say that as someone who hasn't experienced any other. But I think with the internet, I think with comparison culture, I think with this fast-paced life we live, Mm -hmm. I think with the fact that we're trying to be everything and we are trying to be, we're trying to be homeowners in a time where inflation's crazy and and mortgage rates are high and like all of this stuff, we're also being fed like, 
well, now you can have 100% mortgages. We can make it possible, but yeah. we don't know what that means. Like, yeah. we're being duped into these, like, things. But I'm going to be a homeowner, but I'm also going to be a sassy businesswoman. Mm. But I'm also going to be that person who makes sourdough at the weekends. I'm also going to be that person who shows up to all my friends' events. Mm. I'm going to go to my friend's wedding abroad. And, like, where does all that money come from? And you're meant to buy Hermes and have a sales assistant there. <laughs> like, but that that's on our feeds. <laughs> right that is the life we're being fed uh, and then you're meant to have a side hustle because a nine to a five is like yeah is disgusting no. um and so like we're, we're in this generation where like well you've got to go and spend it on things that you enjoy retail therapy you know um maybe maybe yeah. you should go to an actual therapist yeah <laughs> yeah but I think like it's the thing you enjoy and it's not like you're out there just going crazy. Well, I think like moderation is the is the key, isn't it? <laughs> um, and I think in general, yes, we we just have far too many clothes. And I don't in the West at least, I don't see it slowing down. Um, and is it sad in some ways? Yeah, because I feel really embarrassed. Like I have a spare room. And it's just basically chaos. Mm. <laughs> but it's where I often will put my washing before I put it away or something like that. And it could get to a point where it piles up on, my, on the bed in there. Mm-hmm. And I feel disgusted that my wardrobes still look full. And there's like that, like all I've got, it's more like if I've gone away on holiday, I do all my shop, like washing. Mm. And so there's like an entire, like two weeks worth of clothes, probably more because you pack too much for a holiday yeah and my wardrobe still looks full yeah and I feel disgusted Mm. and like the other day I ran out of hangers and I had to buy more and I was like I like I feel disgusted with myself yeah 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 I mean I recently moved and it's a three bed and (laughs) we need more wardrobe space well yeah we bought it with the idea that we were having a walk-in wardrobe Um, because no one else lives with us and we <laughs> felt like yeah third bedroom was absolutely necessary and not only because we have clothes and we want and you've the, just gone from a one bed and had to try and fit them all in there yeah 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 of course so it's like a luxury in that sense but walk-in wardrobe going up growing up was kind of a new thing to the UK it was a new thing to the UK wasn't it it's like it's now, just not really a thing but yeah yeah, it was like, um, it was something that was kind of brought over from the States. Yeah. And if you were lucky enough to have like a room that had wardrobes and stuff, um, it was still very much luxury. Now we see everyone's custom built, you know, wardrobe spaces, especially a lot in the States, but increasingly so here. And that's been normalized. And everyone's set up their wardrobe like, a store which mm-hmm. I think is weird I yeah. hate that um color corded coordinate bag with the shoes and all of that um and we forget that it's like we have whole bedrooms as you said with the sole purpose of housing our clothing um and we've become detached from the what that really means and so we're just going to continue to buy clothes to fill that space yeah. and to create a storefront-looking third bedroom. Um, 
But yeah, I don't know. As I said, I'm not slowing down, even though I have too many clothes, but whatever. I think the funny thing is, because I definitely don't throw stuff out enough. Okay. So you, I just accumulate. And that's kind of gross if you think, like, a house can only be so big. So even if I have a five-bedroom house, at some point I'm going to fill that no, if I don't throw things out. The key is to um, filtering out stuff. So but like, have I to. have to, le- I need to learn that. You've been saying this for years, Of Scarlett. course. But like... <laughs> So my issue is right. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use um, like sweats as an example. Okay. So I never used to own like tracksuits until the pandemic, mm-hmm. and then I bought like three sets. Mm-hmm. Okay, one of them I've worn so much that the trousers are really short on me. Are they from the Adenola? No, no, no. They're from they were from ASOS. Oh, I see. All three sets were from ASOS. Okay. But one pair of trousers I think I wore the most, but also just like. I'm, re- I'm not that tall, but, like, I also want to wear sweatpants high-waisted. High yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a low-rise girl. Um, they just look like pedal pushers now on me. But they're still kind of like, oh, they're comfy. I'd wear them at home, but okay. I wouldn't maybe wear them out. Yeah. I have one pair that, like, have paint on from when I helped my brother with, like, painting his house. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I should keep those. For when you need a messy one. For when I need a messy pair. Mm-hmm. But that's not a pair I'm ever going to wear now yeah. in the house. Yeah. Then I also have a pair. Yeah. Well, I'm following. Like, and then I also have a pair that, like, it's still possible to wear out. But then I've replaced the, like, the pair that got short and the paint pair. I've replaced those with ones that I now can wear outside. Yeah, because you need to go back to the baseline of three. Correct. Sets. So now, but now I've got five, mm-hmm. and I've probably got more than that. I've definitely bought a, a Vanderpump Rules pair. Seriously, of course. Send it to Daryl <laughs> if anyone knows. Hold on. I need to see this. <laughs> but like, this is my issue: is that like, I a drawer that could house three can't house five. Yeah, but I've got I've got a reason for five. But I think what it is, is I need to just, like, put my paint overalls elsewhere. And you know, but like, it feels ridiculous to hold on to, like, some some paint-splattered sweats. But yeah. I actually think it's a really practical thing. It is really practical. But this is me, as someone who likes <laughs> to shop, agreeing with your logic. Because I have the same logic, okay? But it's, it's, an, it's an illness. I honestly think drawers aren't very big. <laughs> You are not the problem. The drawers I, I are agree. the problem. I agree. I agree. Wardrobes aren't very big. You know either. what? Like they're also bulky items. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the same sort of rationalization I have. I have. I, this, I have this issue with jumpers as well. I buy a lot of jumpers. Okay, a lot of knitwear, yeah. and um, they don't fit anywhere. <laughs> correct <laughs> i also have some jumpers and, that i know i'm never gonna wear again but they're um, still there <laughs> yeah. and yeah i don't really know what to say other than like <sighs> the thing is is if you like to shop you're always going to find newness in like even the smallest yeah. detail like i saw a jumpsuit that i'm thinking about buying um I have two jumpsuits. The last jumpsuit I bought was blue, and I bought it thinking it's such a neutral denim color. I have so many I, <laughs> I can wear this all the like 
anytime I need a jumpsuit, that's a go-to option. Okay, because the one I had previous was pink. Yeah, still great. That's great. But not neutral. This one that I have my eye on is a khaki olive colour. I've got a khaki olive. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest, I've got too many jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> but that's this, like I can rationalize mm-hmm. anything that I've come to the point where it's like, I do not need to justify yeah. anything that I buy now because they're all bullshit reasons. Yeah. The reason I want to buy it is because it's a new month. <laughs> it's a new paycheck. Yep. And I can afford newness. it. I can aff- As long as I'm like responsible and I have like a roundabout budget, then why the hell not? You know? Um, yeah. It's tough out there. It is. And we, we can't fight against the machine of um, advertising and influencers and celebrity culture and all of that. We just have to join it. <laughs> Let us know what oh you think God. about shopping, your shopping habits. Have they spiralled out of control? Um, Are your drawers big enough? Yeah. Do you have a walk-in wardrobe? <gasps> Um, Can you send them some ideas? Yeah, I mean, I'm to be honest, IKEA packs is everywhere on my timeline. Yeah, you, but you can build build it in really nicely. Yeah, you can make them look did. fitted. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You even like painted his own, all of it. I want to paint mine. I'm the, you need to really prime them well. Yes, because they're slippery. Sand and prime. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know you could sand them, but see, oh, there I you don't go. Know if you can, ideas. Yeah. Um, let us know what your situation at home is. Do you have too many clothes? What's your view on people also that shop too much? Mm. Um, I get told of uh, people at work call me bougie. But that's because you have a posh voice. No, I think they mean it because I spend a lot of money on things. I think they think I believe I lead a bougie lifestyle. But you do. I mean... <laughs> Uh, so anyway if you like this episode uh listen to us and listen to all our previous episodes on podcast listening platforms we're on youtube we're on tiktok we're on instagram (laughs) anyway we'll see you next week thanks for watching Bye. bye Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAS10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off.